This is the Zachtronics Podcast. I'm Zach Barth, the creative director of Zachtronics, and my guest today is Jeff Shader, uh, the CEO and creative director of the Skins Factory. Hi. Uh, who, huh? <laughs> hey. Um, so uh, I, let's just get started. So what are we here to talk about today? What are... <laughs> uh, skins. Skins. Skins, yeah. Skins. So sp- specifically, Windows Media Player skins and the sure. staggering number that you guys created in the early 2000s. Yeah, over 100, actually. Oh my god! Okay, I think about one hundred twenty-five. Okay, that's a lot. That's that's like a factory that makes skins. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so so my, my first question for you is: How hard is it to describe what a media player skin is in twenty twenty? Uh, whew. well, you know, we never actually talk about them anymore because they're obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So not really that hard. Not really that hard. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, when I started out, like this is back in December two thousand, I was actually. All right, so let me let me go back. Let me go back. So I was working at a place called Circuit City, which is no longer around. There were uh, competitors at Best Buy. Do you remember Circuit City? Oh yeah, and they're they're weird. The the plug, the building looked like yeah. a plug or yeah, something. Yeah. There you go. So I was working at one in their Soho division. So we were selling uh, computers and all like you know components and all that kind of thing. Um, and at the time, I was also waiting tables, and one of my friends turned me on to skins, right? With uh, Winamp and Sonique, Cage of Fall, some of the older, um, oh, uh, CD Stomper. And obviously in order to, to use skins, you need media players. So what I did was I went to uh, Circuit City one day and I put skins on all the computers, right? And this is back when they had the Athlon chip. That's how long ago, I don't even know, most people probably <laughs> won't even know that. That's uh, that's AMD's, I think it was AMD, Athlon mm-hmm. chip. Yeah. Uh, that's when, uh, the cow, the cow computers were still around with that gateway. Yeah, gateway. I gateway. worked at a computer store too. <laughs> yeah, gateway, compact, hadn't been bought yet and ruined. Um, <laughs> so one day this guy comes in and he's like, I need some speakers. I'm the CEO of an MP3 company. So I heard that. I'm like, wow, MP3s, because I know all about them. You know, Napster and ratios, yeah. FTP ratio sites, you know, all the bad stuff you weren't supposed to be doing back then. So nobody wanted to help him because we always made commissions, right? And you made a lot of money on a, on a computer, but you'd make like a dollar on speakers. But I heard MP3s. So I'm like, hey, you should check out these skins. So I took him around. I showed him all these different skins. And he's like, wow, man, these are really cool. I want you to come work for me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who, who was I, it? It was this. That, well, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm like, he goes, let's go to lunch and we'll talk about it. So he takes me to lunch. He's like. I want you to do this and we can do this as a marketing tool. Like we'll, we'll go market it to all the, the record labels and, and studios and things like that. So he said, well, how much do you want to make? I said, well, I want to make a thousand dollars a week. Okay. <laughs> you can make a thousand dollars a week. All right. And I was like this, I was like the second employee of the startup, right. Uh, called bite audio and, uh, which they went down the, the rabbit hole in a bad way, but we'll talk about that another time. So anyway, so I left Circuit City and I started the skinning division. And one of the first clients I went after was Microsoft because I already had, I was already involved in all the skinning communities. There was, uh, oh, let's see, D- uh, DeviantArt and uh, skins.org and I think when customized, all these different sites where artists um, from around the world would design skins for different media players and upload them and people could download them for free and tweak their MP3 player and personalize it, which I thought was really amazing because I sang in rock bands for seven years. Plus I was also um, an artist. So it was kind of fusing music and art, two things I I was passionate about in the digital age. So 
one of the first uh, one of the first clients I went after with this company, um, which I call the division Skinworks, was uh, Microsoft because I had heard that WMP seven was going to be the first skinnable version. Like they were trying to take on WinApp and some of the other uh, players. Okay, what year was this? Like this, this was like Windows was, XP. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this was all right. Um, nineteen ninety. I want to say eight. Okay. Or ninety nine. Eight, okay. or, eight or nine, 98, 99, one of those. Okay. Cause I started the skins factory in 2000. So, um, i after four months, I got them and they hired us to do 30 skins for the launch to seed the launch of windows media player seven. Okay. So, um, I ran all the artists and we, we, we only, we had a short period of time and, uh, we, we did it, you know, we, we got it all together and, uh, they were, they were great. And that's how I started. So meanwhile, these guys uh, that I was working for were like running, like burning through VC money. Like, I mean, it, like it was flash <laughs> paper, right? Like it was a magician flash paper. <laughs> so I'm like, holy crap. They, they, you know, they're, I mean, they're staying, like we went to like a digital media conference in New York. And we were stayed at the Waldorf, right? <laughs> like it wasn't, it wasn't like Hojo or like Motel 6. It was like the Waldorf story, right? So in the end of 2000, they owed me three paychecks and, um, <laughs> yeah. Right. And then, uh, I was like, you know, let's fuck this. Um, I, I, I run all the artists. I art direct everything. I find all the clients. I should do this for myself. So at the time I wasn't really thinking about UI design. I was thinking about the fact that we were doing all these skins. Right. So that's when I, I coined the uh, term, you know, the names, the skins factory and I uh, incorporated myself and I started the company with six thousand dollars in the bank and a credit card and <laughs> the first year we did like thirty eight thousand but i took microsoft with me the first year yeah. we did like thirty eight thousand the next year we did one hundred and forty six thousand. the next year we did 260 something and just kept going up and up every year we were like expanding you know, like we were just doing more and more work and then we started moving into the ui ux uh industry okay and then eventually you left skins behind well all right kind of well I, i've looked at some of your portfolio yeah yeah okay so let's <laughs> If you figure out, if you like define what a skin is, all it is is replacement graphics, right? Yeah. For an application. So if we go in and we do a graphic refresh of an existing UI, like an application, technically we're creating a skin. We, we're going to be changing the way the interaction design works and the user experience. But I mean, if you want to break it down, we're kind of creating a skin for it. Yeah. But I mean... I always kind of figure skins are things that you can actually swap out like shirts or shoes, yeah. right? Like, so yeah, technically we're still doing skins, but in much more, you know, much more. Just because it's not end user swappable doesn't mean right. it's not the same skill right. set. It's still, well, they're still, yeah. I mean, it, I guess skins are customization things. So technically we're not, but if you think about that, you're wrapping a UI in graphics and yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then that, that brings you guys to where you are. I mean, your company's still around. Yeah, we're still around. And you years. do like UI. Yeah, we've work. we've done some like yeah, we we do everything from fintech and real estate uh apps and oh that's just so many different things. I mean uh cryptocurrency and a little bit of everything, yeah. Everybody still needs flashy UI. Well, I mean eleven years ago, if you go to our website, eleven years ago, uh Intel hired us for a two year project to design their uh draft graphic driver application. And I have a case study about that. And that was that was really complex. I mean, they gave us a 200-page document of nothing but, like, words. Wow. <laughs> From their engineering team. So you, 
that wasn't exactly an exciting read, but I mean, it was, it was an amazing project. And I think even, you know, 11 years later that it still holds up in terms of visual while things are no longer tactile, everything's flat. It still was translucent, which wasn't really being done that much at the time. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I think, uh, I think we're still doing some crazy, crazy cool stuff. Okay. So another, I have a couple more quick questions about your team. So like at the I don't, I don't know what, what was like, has your business continued to just go up or was there like a sort of peak where you, you guys were the biggest? Um, well, or? we got, well, we got, we got hit by the recession, but mm. I, at, before the recession, I wasn't doing any advertising. We were on, um, we were on windows media, uh, Microsoft's windows media player, uh, skin mm-hmm. site as the top link. And we were also on, we were also linked on Alienware because we did six different projects for them. So we were getting like 2 million people a month, right? Wow. And then, and then the recession hit and businesses kind of pulled back and uh, that's when we had to start advertising. And it, I would say that it's a lot harder now to get jobs because once the visual design language went flat, thanks to Apple and Google and, and whatever else, um, every web designer in the entire world and their mother thinks they're now UI designers, right? Because they can do it. <laughs> Back then, like everything was tactile. They couldn't handle the artwork, right? They couldn't. Yeah, you would really need to be able to paint that stuff and yeah, <laughs> or model it in 3D yeah, at least. Well, yeah. that or they just couldn't do the layering effects of like putting glares mm. and, you know, yeah. gradients and all this stuff and, you know, making it look like it's, it's you could pick it up and hold it, right? And that, that was before, you know, iOS turned flat and everything like that. So that's when Scott Forstall left uh, Apple and uh, Johnny Ive came in. Right, right, and and change everything flat. So yeah, it's a lot harder now to get work, um, but we're st- we're still here. So I, I guess that's I guess that's the thing we should talk about is the skeuomorphism, right? The rise and fall of skeuomorphism and yes. like convention, you know, conventional UI interfaces. Right. You guys, yeah, you guys are definitely on the skeuomorphic side of things. Well, and like we you were. Said, yeah. we, we've we've yeah. transitioned. It was, I mean, for us, it was easy to transition. Like we still kind of do things that are a little kind of crazy. How do you feel about the, the, the shift in trends? Um, well, I believe everything cycles, but I'm not sure we're ever going to go back to true skeuomorphic design on the computer. I don't know if you've seen any of our, if you saw any of our games, like in the lead up to this. So all of our, our games usually have very like physical, like kind of skeuomorphic interfaces. Well, that's, that's one, that's one area. And you know, I really don't, we've worked for every single game company, like everyone like Electronic Arts, Atari, Activision, THQ, Capcom, Blizzard, like everyone doing skins for them, right? So they can mm-hmm. market they can market the games and stuff. But we never actually do in-game UIs, which is pisses me off because we'd be so <laughs> good at it, right? You would be. A lot of them are really bad. Really bad. But then you have like so I, I think skeuomorphic will live on, but in gaming. Like I play religiously, I play uh, Hearthstone from Blizzard. Okay. Oh yeah. I I freaking love that game. And their their artwork is so fucking beautiful. Like it is. It's just it's stunning the the amount of effort they put into everything. Like okay. I mean, it's it, all hand painted. It's yeah, it's awesome. It's physical. It's it's yeah, it's tactile. It's like you're like you're looking at a plastic board. You know, with they just do an outstanding outstanding job with that. I don't think it's going to die. Even that's kind of a minority though in the game space. A lot of like uh, a lot of other game UIs have gone pretty flat. Well, and, like I, before, HUDs and stuff, and yeah, well, so yes, for HUDs you kind of need to. Um, if you're like in a like a like Call of Duty kind of thing, you know, some of that stuff you want a, a little like translucent, so yeah. you're not 
you know, missing people. But uh, I played a game before Hearthstone. I played a game by Rovio called Battle Bay, which is a 5v, mm, mm-hmm. 5v5. I played that for two years. And their UI was very, very tactile. Interesting. Yeah, very tactile. So, yeah, it's still around. Uh, it's just in the gaming industry, not in applications. But you know what? There are, I've been seeing a lot of car UIs um, that have been <laughs> some, somewhat tactile, like more kind of old school with glowing effects. Yeah. That are kind of more like 10 years ago kind of design language. Yeah. Maybe 12 years ago, like where they're kind of like uh, kind of glassy and they glow and, and stuff like that. So cars are kind of making things tactile. I think because you're in t- a car is such a tactile environment to begin with. Yeah. And you have expectations of that, physical yeah, that, things. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about the dashboard. Um, what do they call that? There's a name because we did a thing for Ford. And I forget what it's called. Ugh. There's a word for the actual dashboard. Oh, like the, the car. Yeah. Versus like the entertainment stuff? Yeah, or? not the entertainment stuff on the, you see on the right side, but the actual, oh, I can't remember what it's called. That's different. That probably won't be too tactile. That'll probably stay flat and kind of glowy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the entertainment systems and things like that. Um, and I've seen some really nice ones, actually. So yeah, it's, it's going to stay around for a while. So when you, let's go back to the skins for a second. Um, so when you guys created one, like, what was the process like? Like, walk me through the creation of a skin from start to finish. All right. And, and, um, and that can include business stuff, too, right? Because that's, that's our, our background is we, we're a small game studio, so we, we have to do everything from business to art, design, all right. of it. Well, it usually, well, back then, I mean, usually it was like Microsoft calling, saying, hey, we need a skin done <laughs> for Warner Brothers. And then we end up getting hired by Warner Brothers afterwards. Um, let's take... I wish we could actually show people things. Uh, we did a skin for Warner Brothers and and by, by way of Microsoft for Batman Begins. So what Warner Brothers did was send us books and books of IP of the new Batman, Christian Bale, like Christian Bale's Batman. So yeah. it was like, it was pictures of all his utility belts and, you know, weapons and cars and just everything you could possibly want to see. So when we designed a skin back, when we designed skins back then, what we wanted to do was kind of bring it into the universe of where the character or movie lived, right? So with Batman, we wanted to create a utility MP3 player. So if you look at it, it's kind of like a coppery brass with 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 matte black kind of rubber, right? Which is what his whole utility belt looked like. And if you look at the um, if you look at the uh, player, it looks like it would fit in the front. It has a little bat symbol. That's kind of like what we did with that. So it's it's very animated too. It flips around and opens up, and this that was one thing we're really known for was yeah. creating very animated UIs for for media players. And nobody was doing anything like that when we started doing that. We'll we'll loop back to the animations in a second because I have some questions about that. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah. So okay. So you you figured out what you want to look like, like the utility belt kind of thing. You right. Look for materials in the world that you're drawing from. Right. A lot of these are meant to tie in with something. Exactly. Right. I mean, that's why somebody's paying you to do it. Right. right. So. And that's, I guess that that's a big part of making games for people that are based on their IP too, is you look for texture and materials and ideas and characters and you mine their stuff for it and then you build something out of it. Right. For, well, you want you want visual consistency, right? You want symmetry yeah. between this and what they're marketing, which is their movie. Yeah. So in this case, it was a, it was a character. So we want yeah. consistency with the character and this is, I think we achieved it. Like with Constantine, which I think you show on your... Yes. <laughs> All right. That was, that was done for Warner Brothers. Um... That one was a little bit harder. We like we didn't really know what to do with it, but we were like, "What if Constantine went to hell?" <laughs> right? 
what would his player look like? Well, it would look <laughs> like it would look it would look crispy, right? Like it would burn and it would be, <laughs> it would be so hot that it was kind of glowing in cracks and stuff like that. So we that's what we did. We created a, an organic looking media player that had his symbol that's on both of his arms and one that looked like he brought to hell with him. And, and we did the same thing for Terminator 3. Like we built it based on her liquid metal. Hmm. Yep. Okay. So you said one thing. You said like uh, if he had an MP3 player, if Batman had an MP3 player, is, is that what these are sort of based on? Because yeah. I... I couldn't really figure out what was going on here. And then I found the one that you guys made for the rave, like MP3 player company. And yeah. I was like, Oh my God, they're MP3 players, like physical, like, cause there was a, a, that there was a time when people had physical MP3 players right. and there was like a battle of aesthetics going on there. Yeah. And- yeah, there was, but, um, it just depends on the IP that we're dealing with. Right. So, yeah. um, like the Alienware stuff, like, but we did a lot of Alienware stuff that you have on the thing. That was like, if, that was based on what their hardware looked like. But then we obviously, we took like the, uh, the visual design of their hardware and created our own, you know, our own players that would fit with it. So like you have your hardware sitting in front of you as your computer and on your screen, you have something that matches it. So we're always Mm. trying to create symmetry between what we're creating and their IP or their characters or their hardware or, or something along those lines. That makes sense. So what what technical processes do you would would you use to make a skin like the Batman one? Like how do you actually make that the assets and whatnot? All right, so that one that wasn't hand painted. That was uh, there was a maquette done. There was a maquette done, and then uh, so it was modeled and then rendered and then brought into After Effects and Cinema 4D, I believe he did, and and Photoshop. So it was a combination of a lot of different things. Okay, and uh, it was just we started off with sketches, um, you know, wireframes. Yeah got to sign off from Warner brothers and then just kind of ran with it. I'm trying to think if I actually show it anywhere on our website. I used to, I used to show all the Mac cats and stuff. Were, uh, were most of them 3d modeled? Uh, the animated ones were okay. Oh, that makes sense. Cause you wouldn't want to hand animate it. Not, not the ones where the screens moved over. Like if the okay. screen, if the screen cracked open, it wasn't, it wasn't modeled. Um, if it was flipping around like the Alienware invader, which is mm-hmm. intense. Um, <laughs> If that if that's the case, then it was definitely modeled and rendered and brought it to Cinema 4D and After Effects to do to do things. One thing that we were fighting with Microsoft about for years was the fact that they didn't support alpha transparency on the outside, right? Oh yeah. So we got very good at creating skins that weren't that didn't look like you should be cutting a steak with it because, <laughs> I mean, it was it's hard. It's hard doing yeah. you know it's hard doing curves and not having it look like a serrated knife. When you have no alpha transparency, you had it on the inside. You just didn't have it on the outside. Yeah. Pixels were big back then. <laughs> yeah. They never gave it to us. Like we fought them. Like, and I used to talk to like general managers of like Windows Media Division and stuff. And they just, <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking about it. We're, we're working on it. We'll get back to you. And they never did. So uh, there's lots of interesting uh, limitations. Yeah. Like that. That's a, that's a pretty strong limitation. Yeah. Yeah. But we, we managed, I mean, when you look at, what we created and, and how we, we pulled it off. You know, there, there was tricks that we could do and, and stuff like that. So, you know, we pulled it off. How long did it take to make a skin from start to finish? Oh, uh, they varied. Um, the harder ones like Batman probably took us six to eight weeks. Okay. From concept to creation, optimizing the Photoshop files for the coder, having him code it, and then we, us testing it. And yeah, six to eight weeks. And how many people is that for six to eight weeks? Uh, it's just three. Okay. So you could make like a very small game in that amount of time. Can you? Uh, yeah, very small game. Uh, you can't you can't do a ton in two in two months. But interesting. Like Candy Crush. 
Oh, oh God, you make that like overnight. It looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, I never played. I guess there's a lot of other stuff going on there, but yeah, it, it depends. There's like people do game jams, which are where they'll like spend like 24 hours making a game. You can get like a surprising amount done in like a oh, day or two. That if you're bird close. game that made like 50 billion dollars. The one uh... Angry Birds. No, no, no. That's oh. that's Rovio. Uh, that, that's, oh, Flappy Bird. The the one that the the, the stupid little bird that goes up a hill. Yeah, hills. Flappy Bird. Yes. Right? Yeah. That probably didn't. I'm sure that didn't take him that long. Yeah, that's that's a good example of a game that you could make very quickly. And yeah. he made like a ton of money off of yeah. that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was the special thing. <laughs> um. Those are the those are the unicorn games that you're like, man, I I wish ours did that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm glad I didn't make Flappy Bird. <laughs> oh come on, like, man. It was surprisingly controversial. It was yeah, but you could fund a ton of game development with that money. Yeah, I, it's you can't really. I don't know. It's like winning the lottery. You might have <laughs> you have better um, odds of winning the lottery, I think, than being Flappy Bird. Yeah, well, I mean, there is only one Flappy Bird until you everybody try to clone it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so skin stuff. Um, okay, so the boot up animations. That's right. So most skins are just static, or they'll have like a little weird passive animation. If, like all your skins have these like really elaborate boot up animations, leading to um. Yes. There's one of the Alienware ones has like a it's like a 30 second boot up animation. Yeah, yeah that's the Invader it, one. The Invader one. That the the file for that the recording of that that I made is actually bigger than all the other ones combined or something. Like it it's looks it's huge. Terribly jagged on your on your on your thing. <laughs> that's recorded out of uh out of a Windows XP virtual machine. Yeah, but so you, have, that is, you have it on white, right? Yes, if I do. Was, yeah. If it was on dark, it looks a lot better. And that's that's good to think about, right? Because it was you guys would have had control over the desktop, kind of, right? Well, yeah, this was that, meant well, to go with the skin. That was part of a theme, exactly. The yeah, Windows theme where we re- were we skinned Windows, and then we did we did the icons and wallpapers and things like that. Yeah, so you would have had control over that. Well, as much as you can until they change it. Yeah, to but that's a okay. puppy dog or something. <laughs> the fluffy goes up on there, so. Yeah, but yeah, the animations. Like, what's the point? What <laughs> they don't like it's it's for when you like launch into small mode and then most of the animations stop. Why 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 are there so many animations? <laughs> are you talking about for Invader? Or just for all of them? Well, Invader is the longest one. Yeah, um, yeah, by far. The other one just opens up like Batman just opens up, flips around, and as it's flipping around, the back the disc on the bottom, which looks a lot like actually the, uh, an Apple Watch's bottom, but it was this was way before that flips around to show the dc logo and, the, and warner brothers as it's flipping around again so it's f- flip within a flip yeah and then it opens up because it's fucking cool okay because <laughs> it seems expensive to make it's not it's i mean it's you know these are this was warner brothers yeah i mean they, were, I was, they weren't giving us a hundred thousand dollars to do a skin so you know what i mean i see so what so so the in the scheme of things the animation is actually like were part of how you guys got the attention or like what like uh okay well we always create things that we want to use that's yeah. the foundation of and that's why we stopped doing windows theming because we all went over to mac ah. we weren't going to do any more you know why are we going to do window theming if we're not going to use it right we used everything we used the wally skin and the you know and all the different skins yeah so and themes the desktop themes that we created with hyperdesk we did all we use all that but once we stopped like we're like well we're not using it anymore why are we going to make them it's the same thing with this. I created with my guys a Batman skin I would want to use. So that in- that includes the animation, of course. Okay, of course. So it's okay because nobody was doing stuff like nobody was doing stuff like this when we were doing it. Like, okay, I mean they copied us afterwards. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, we like our our Alienware, like the first Alienware uh, Windows Media Player skin that we did was downloaded like 
two and a half million times in the first, I think first year that we launched it on their, on their, uh, their website. So yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people looking at it and it was cool, man. I mean, we were, we're always been gamers. So why wouldn't we want to bring some of that, that liveliness to the desktop, which was static and dull and boring. And we wanted, Interesting. To, you know, we wanted to stand out and we wanted it to stand out and we wanted people to have fun with it. We use sound effects a lot of times. I didn't even know that you could do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We use sound wow. effects. The Batman one has a, some like a, like whoosh sound and stuff like that as it's spinning around. Oh, okay. So do you think this was like, do you think this is what made you guys the best? Right. Cause I think, I think it's safe to say that these are like the best media player skins, like yeah, well, highest production value. Okay. So I think it's a matter, it's a co- combination of uh, talent. Cause if you're, if your guys suck, they're never going to achieve this. Right. It's a matter of talent. Um, and then the, my, where I came in was not accepting anything I didn't think was amazing. Okay. Right? Like I'll send somebody, I'll send a designer back over and over again until I feel it. Like if I'm not feeling it, it's not, it's not gonna, it's not going. So okay. there's it's a, a personal there's taste. A quali- there's a quality. Yeah. There's it's, which is subjective. But if you look at, I mean, I pretty much art directed all of our projects Yeah. in, in one capacity or another. So there's a, certainly there's, um, there's a consistency of what my tastes are kind of bleeding into what my guys tastes are. Yeah, that makes sense. Forming something together. We have a similar thing at our studio for sure. Like I, I, I call a lot of, I make a lot of creative decisions and it has an effect. Sure. Because, yeah. you know, you have a certain, th- you, you have a subjective vision of like what, you know, what do you think is good? And, you know, if, and I don't want to sound egotistical, I think a lot of good <laughs> design comes down to if you have good taste. I, I totally agree. If you don't know what looks good, then it doesn't matter how great you are. You will never produce anything that anybody wants. Yeah. So I think it comes down to just having good taste and being and having the ability to actually execute and deploy that good taste, right? Yeah. Which I did. Like, you know, I had really great designers and, and great coders. And you know, I think that's I think that's how you get successful with it. And we did so many. I mean, we were just kept trying to one of the things that we kept doing is how can we beat the one we did before? So we were always competitive with ourselves. Hmm. And as we got on, like Batman was one of the later ones, right? And Alienware Invader was one of the later ones, and the Alienware Darkstar was one of the later ones. So we really were at that time. We we're really pushing ourselves to to try to you know do something killer. Some of the some of the older ones. Now there's one on your showing called Quicksilver, right? That was my name for it, but um, that actually shipped on Windows. That was a Windows uh, ah, yes. Corona. That was a Corona skin that we did. They hired us to do a bunch of skins for Windows Media Player Nine series, and that was one of them. It literally says Windows Media Player Nine series on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's promoting it, right? I mean, not, look, not not all of our work was like some of the old, like early works were like you have like Creed. That was one of our early, early ones. That was from like ninety eight. That's gonna ask. That yeah. Was, yeah, that was me. That was my designers working on that. <laughs> and and some of the early ones like Pulsar. Those are like old. I mean, those are like those are old. Those are like twenty nineteen twenty years old. Yeah, yeah. It's you can definitely see the. I guess I. I It'd be cool to put dates on this or something, but you don't even need them. You can definitely see like the 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 ramp up in qual like quality, like you said, like like pushing yourself and trying to outdo yourself every time. So I know you said that you you didn't do any of the programming, but like, do you remember anything about what it what the programming consisted of? I think that's like JavaScript, yeah, right? JScript actually. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was JScript and some other coding stuff. I'm not a coder, so it's like hard for me to talk about. It. Yeah, but um, but you you outsourced it. Well, it was, yeah, but to the same guys over and over again. Okay, yeah. Who were with me, like, from the very beginning. 
how much how much money do you get paid to make a skin in like 2003 oh, wow you know i can actually tell you that in two seconds if you let me uh open up my spreadsheet oh yeah yeah you one second talk about something else while i'm looking it's gonna take me oh time. god i'll just edit this out <laughs> oh yeah okay that's great all right um give me a second i think it was like sixteen thousand back then okay that was like an average per skin no no i'll actually i will tell you like yeah my project thing goes all the way back corona was a six thousand all right so we did um let's see we did five skins for for windows media player nine and uh we made thirty thousand dollars from it back in oh my god it says july 14th but it doesn't say the year <laughs> we'd have to look at the launch of corona windows media player nine and that would be the year so, but some of them were more than like five. So that's like five thousand. Yeah, like the Age of Mythology one with uh, I forget the guy's name, the bird guy. That was like seven thousand dollars. Okay, so that's a, it was sort of in that ballpark, like five to ten, maybe. Oh no, I'm sorry, that was ten thousand dollars. Oh okay. Uh yeah, and then like we did one for Kenwood that was like eight thousand. Got to remember this is a long time ago. Yeah. But then it was uh, obviously as the years went on, like we were charging a lot more. How big was your your team during this time? probably under 10 at that time okay. back then oh, wow. we're smaller now yeah what, what was the uh, the culture like uh we were well i mean four of them went to my wedding i, f- I flew them in from sweden and uh california and canada and they came to my wedding as best men or you know grooms groomsmen rather yeah yeah did you guys work remotely yeah everybody works i mean i had a couple i had one in finland uh two or three in sweden my creative director was up in ontario Oh, wow. I have uh, my senior designers in Puerto Rico. My coder was in California and Los Angeles. And they're all, everybody was everywhere. What was it like having a distributed team like 20 years ago? Uh, the same as it is today. Super, okay. Super easy to deal with. Okay. So the tool, the tools existed to, to make that yeah, chat, doable. Chat and phone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of chat. I typed a lot, which is why even though I failed typing in high school, I can do 60 words a minute with two fingers right now. Like it's nobody's <laughs> business. <laughs> It's true. I can henpeck like a, a mother. <laughs> I use I use more fingers now, but I I type really fast. Okay. Um. So I think this is this is sort of all my questions. We've actually covered a lot of them. Uh. Oh. Okay. So what what's your favorite tool like for on the computer? Do you have like a favorite tool? Uh. For work. Yeah. For work stuff. Yeah. I I guess Photoshop. Okay. That's a good choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's my it's the workhorse. Yeah. And then of course chat. I, like Mac Messenger, well, Mac Messenger, it's like how I, you know, how we talk and trade images and stuff. So I would say a combination of Photoshop and, and Apple Messenger. Uh, do you still have the link to that, the skins page? Uh, which skin page? The one that I sent you with all the skins on it. Oh, yeah, I have it on my, I have three monitors, so it's on one of them. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you want to go through there and if, if any of these call out to you, if you have any hot takes on them or any stories, all right. I'd love uh, to hear them. Well, Catwoman was a absolutely shitty movie. <laughs> but it was a really fun skin to do um it's wild it's got so much it almost looks kind of like hr giger like yeah it's it, it was all like it was all done in leather like you know yeah. like, obviously fake leather but it was done in, <laughs> it was done in leather uh to kind of match her outfit and um oh god yeah I, I hadn't looked at it there's like stitching yeah there's stitching and if you look deep inside the ui like there's it actually there's actually components behind the screen like the, the level of details on it was amazing and again, this is like we wanted to make it so that if she held it, it would be easy for her to to wrap her fingers around it. So this is kind of that was kind of like the uh, the basis behind it. So that was that's one that stands out, uh, even though the movie sucked. 
I've seen the movie. It's pretty bad. It's bad, man. It's bad. Did they um? Did they like send you a copy of the movie or no, fly you out no. to the? They- <laughs> no, but they just sent us uh, collateral and stuff like that of her and her costume and ah, that makes sense like that. So this was uh, this was one of the ideas to come out with something that looked very heavy that could take a battle, like you know, take a punch if it gets hit. Yeah, but you can knock somebody out with it. Yeah, you can knock somebody out with it and. It does look heavy. It looks heavy, right? It's metal and leather, right? Metal, yeah. metal wrapped leather. So and then we did the little cat's eye animation, which I thought was cool. Yeah. So if you scroll down a little bit on the page, there's um, the canvas and heart ones that were the Microsoft ones. Do you know how they? So those were presumably not made by you guys. No, they're fucking ugly. <laughs> so how did they make the skins before you guys started making all of their skins for them? Uh, well, no, it, like we. St- like we were part of the first round of skins. Like oh, okay. they hired us and they hired a couple of other people. Uh-huh. Uh, some woman that I know, like I don't know her, but I've seen her like on different communities. She's, she did the green one with a, the head where the ear comes out, which mm, yeah, is yeah. really bizarre. Uh, but headspace. creative. <laughs> yeah. Headspace. She did that one. And she, and, but you know, I think some of the other ones, like I think it was, uh, fuck, what was her name? There was another company that was doing them, but as you can see, they were just like, Oh, Okay. Let's do a picture and then put buttons on it. So do you think they, they, so they hired a bunch of people to make skins and then they sort of pulled back from other people and maybe kept coming back to you guys? Yeah, well, they definitely kept coming. We did over 60 projects for them. Um, wow. Around the time. And it was all from word of mouth because we did no advertising. Yeah. Like, look at the Crimson Skies, right? This was a game for Xbox. We did a bunch of Xbox games. But look at the altimeter on the right, how it, <laughs> how it moves, right? Like you're, yeah. you're flying. Like it's the little touches like that, I think, make a difference. Yeah. Sitting on your desktop and it has motion like it would be if you were in, in game, right? And the volume was on the lower right and you had all your transport buttons on the on the right. And then you had actual toggles that actually click it and the toggle moved on the left. And that was for like um, showing visualizations and and, uh, and playlists and things like that. That was that was model and rendered also. Because, just because. That makes sense. The Dreamcatcher one. We can go back for a second. That's, that that's was, pretty wild. Right, that one uh, that one sucks. I, I, <laughs> I admit it. Um they gave us no time. I think we got that done in three weeks or two weeks. Oh, wow. They gave us no time. So we, uh, we're like, all right, we'll take the Dreamcatcher itself and then put a bar on top with a screen. And that's what you see. They gave us literally, it was one of those things like, hey, uh, we want you to do a skin for this new movie called Dreamcatcher, but we need it like in two weeks. So we're like, oh, crap. Okay, here you go. You know, and same thing with Harry Potter. Like we had no time for that. So we just did like a magic mirror kind of thing. Which is kind of lame looking back on it, but because if we had actual time and a budget, we could have done some amazing stuff with that. It was Harry Potter, so we're real happy the fact that we're <laughs> just doing anything with Harry Potter. Uh, scrolling down, Toothy. That one is just too, you scroll down, you see Toothy. Oh yeah, that one's just endearing. I don't care that it's stupid and it's flat. <laughs> and I don't know who did it, but it's just it's endearing. It's just funny, you know. It's like the paperclip guy. It's like Bob or whatever his name is. Paperclip guy. It's like it's stupid, but you're like it's part of history. Like tooth. I look at toothy and it just makes me smile with all my teeth, though. <laughs> uh, the Nvidia reactor was cool. We've done. A, we did a bunch of. We actually did a chat thing that matches this for them with uh, Xfire. I think it was. Oh, okay. The Xfire, game, the Xfire gaming chat. Yeah. So we did a Windows Media Player skin and a skin for the Xfire application for Nvidia. That was cool. Um, Petrol Designs. I remember those guys. That was one of our competitors. Okay. But as you can see, they weren't really that much competition. It wasn't, and it has an animation. So it this does. is yes. most yeah, of the they, other ones they, that they copied like our, our jam, right? Like we were like, we were, 
but they I, re, I remember those guys from DeviantArt. Like they were always trying to get our jobs and stuff. So we don't we don't, <laughs> we don't like them. We don't like them. I don't I don't know where they are now. I'm gonna have to actually Google them see if they're still around. So uh, Quantum Redshift that was a game for Xbox. Scooby Doo that was a hard one. There wasn't a lot of time. There was like really no time. And the artist on that was a new artist that I just started using. So I really tried to push him, but as you can see, I, you know, you'll, you can only, you'll only do with what you, what you can do. Right. Yeah. Um, that was kind of like we, the, the mystery machine. We were like, if the mystery machine had a player that was, you could pull out, you know, pull out from it, what would it look like? And that was kind of what we did. Just kept it round and simple. You know, the Tom Clancy is another one. I'm not so, so thrilled about that. We, we went with that design language with the, the triple night, night vision. It made sense, but looking back on it, we could have done something way cooler. Stars and Stripes. God, that goes back to the beginning. Yeah, what's the story with that one? It's, it's like an America-themed... Yeah, there was actually, we did one for like the different branches of uh, military, uh-huh. right? We did one, <laughs> yeah, one for each. Yeah, yeah like uh, uh, Marines and, and Coast Guard and Air Force, Army. Uh, it was Microsoft doing something for the military. Um, mm. And this is, this is probably back in 2001, and he's like, hey, um, we need to get these skins done for the military, but we only have a few weeks to do it. And I'm like, hey, that's not great. So <laughs> we're still going to do it, right? So we did it. Um, they were really simple. The artist wasn't one of my best artists, um, but he was fast. And uh, that's what you see. Now the, now the T3 Skynet media player, I love that one. That was really popular. Because it looks like her metal, right? It looks yeah. like the, it looks like the T. I think was she the TX one thousand or something? It looks like her metal, and it looks like it would be on her hip. Yeah, and uh, I, I that was hand painted actually. That, ah. that was all hand painted and with you know digitally, but uh, yeah, in photo in Photoshop, that wasn't rendered. I think maybe the animations were rendered, but um, everything else was all done hand painted yeah it's got a good mix of it's it looks heavy it's got animations and it it's got a lot her. of different things yeah, going on yeah, yeah. It, does. it does it's cool it's got her glowing the colors that you see in the poster now the tdk one that one was uh that was originally we actually created that was the first ui we did like this is a skin right here that you're showing mm-hmm. but we actually did a ui for their mix master system that looked like mm. this right this is a port from that and that was done in 2001. Um, and uh, all the little divots you see going around the ring all glow, yeah. all had an amber glow to them and pulsed. That was, I mean, this was a long time ago. Nobody was doing anything like this back then. I mean, it was like Toothy and, and stuff like that, right? <laughs> Actually, I don't think Toothy was uh, back when, no, Toothy wasn't even around by then. This was, this predates Toothy probably about five years this design language. So this was wow. uh, my finish. The guy, same guy who did uh, Catwoman. Okay. My finish artist, Kig. And um, yeah, he was great. He was great. He also did the Age of Mythology one, which was all hand painted. Um, Last Samurai. That was actually Tom Cruise approved. Okay. That's, he, he, <laughs> that's was, good to know. <laughs> that's true. He was a producer on the movie and had to have uh, okay of everything. All the, all the marketing. <laughs> that was fun just because... I just, it's painted and it just looks cool. I mean, it's. Well, it's got the whole little movie it's got the, silhouette yeah, thing going it's on. It's got the Japanese warrior, you know, and the scale, the armor scales on the side and the leather yeah. armor in the front and the gold and. A little bit of schmeg painted on the bottom. Yeah, of course. A little dirt. <laughs> yeah, <it's> get, <laughs> get a little <laughs> dirty in feudal Japan. 
Yeah, it's been the the skin has been trekking through the mud, yeah, so it got yeah. some on well, the bottom there, of it. There's yeah. skins that we did where we put frost on it, like the Lost Planet for Capcom. Oh where yeah, we frosted the glass and stuff with ice. You got it's the little touches that make a difference. Yeah, no, totally. I think it's not like imagine if this just was plain, right? There was no dirt on it. it wouldn't be as interesting. Yeah, this 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 is the same kind of stuff that comes up in games all the time. Is you want to make stuff look worn and textured yeah. and interesting. You want to give it. You want to give it a uh, personality. I guess is the best way to look at it. You want to give it a little bit of a personality. And little touches absolutely matter. And anybody who says they don't, don't know anything about like good design. Because it, it does. <laughs> All right, so going with the unit. God. That was two, that was uh, two thousand. That was like early 2001. Uh, let's see. Triple X. That was a fun one. That was for uh, Sony. No, that was for Revolution. Charlie's Angels. You guys didn't do the Charlie's Angels Hell one, did no, you? no, we didn't do that crap. Okay. We've done some crappy ones, but that's 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 crappy, man. I would never, I would never put a person on a skin like that. This one's really interesting because it it has two modes, like a big mode and a small mode. Yeah. But like one of them has like pictures, and you can actually click through different like photos from the movie yeah. for who's standing on top of the toaster Our, or whatever. Same thing with Triple X. Same thing with uh, uh, Terminator. Same thing with Constantine. We did all mm, we did all yeah. those extra media modes, like where you can actually show pictures from the movie the age of empires one has a bunch of like game stats in it like here are all the different units and like you can click through them without even leaving windows media player age of empires or age of mythology or the age of mythology one yeah yeah well that sorry that, that that goes back to the little details matter we were like coming up with ideas what can we do to make this more interesting other than just being a media player and that was for movies it was putting uh their their like movie shots maybe a poster or something um and then for the games, it was, you know, different, maybe uh, about about the game and, and things like that. The idea was to make these marketing tools, right? Yeah. That people wanted to use. Like, see, the thing about a skin back then, as opposed to like a banner ad or something else, is that people had to opt in. They had to go download yeah. it, right? They had to go download it. Like, you had to go to a website and download a skin. So you were, they're volunt- you know, they're voluntarily grabbing these little marketing things. So why not promote whatever the IP is? Why not promote the movie or the game or whatever and get people excited about it? Yeah. So it's, it strengthens the brand. I feel like when you look at the ones that are marketing, like advertising skins that aren't as good, they didn't really understand it. They're like, oh, look, people just love advertising. And it's like, no, like people love stuff that looks ah. cool. The Grinch is a perfect example, Catching right? Media. That was the other, that was the other, that was another oh. one of our, <laughs> they actually hired us to do a skin. Tattoo Media was another, <laughs> another uh, competitor of ours that Microsoft hired to do some of the skins, and they probably did some of the skins that you're looking at, maybe Toothy uh, and some of the other ones. Mm. The, the the heart one, I think that was them. I think that was Tattoo. They actually got bought out by somebody. They're not around anymore. But this is what I'm talking about. Like this was this was what we were like. What we were like. Why we were the anti Tattoo Media. They put a picture of the logo and the Grinch, and then did a, a pretty looking. Uh, transport area, right? Whereas we would go and design a Batman skin based on his utility belt and create a whole new design language, like for that yeah. thing. That was the difference. Like those guys were; these are like picture media players, right? Like we yeah. we never did that. Like we did if we did, it's because we had no time. Yeah, but it's really <laughs> rare to see something like that. Oh, we did. Okay, I say that, and then we did that. For, <laughs> we did that for brute force. Oh, <laughs> but but. If I remember correctly, they wanted that. They wanted their. That's why they gave us that collateral stuff to put on there. But that that. But no. But it actually goes away. Like. Oh, you okay. Can, you can get rid of them if I remember correctly, and you just see the green armor. 
Yeah. If I remember correctly, you can get rid of I think it's the I button. If you hit the I button, they pop out or something. I have to look. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Jewel. God, that was, we had a week. We had a week. Microsoft's like, hey, we want you to do a skin for Jewel. I'm like, Jewel, like the one who used to sleep in her car? The singer? They're like, yeah, yeah, the singer. I'm like, and you want to give us a week to do a freaking skin? I'm like, okay, look, this is where what you're, what you're going to get is not going to be like, you know, there it is. Yeah, I thought the Wild Well Control one. Which one? The Wild Well Control one. Yeah, that was an old one. God, that was an old one. I don't know how you lined up that. Like, I mean, I guess they came to you, right? And said, yeah. like, hey, we're, we're a company that puts out oil well fires. Yep. We'd like you to make a skin for us for some unknown reason. Yep, yep. Um, I t- I'm telling you, we were getting 2 million people a month. We were on Microsoft's website. The guy, obviously, I, I can't remember his name, obviously liked uh, this as a marketing tool and hired us to do it. I mean, I, everything about this is like viral marketing, right? That like you guys viral marketed yourselves. People just found you because they liked your work. Right. Like the things you made were a form of viral marketing, which exactly. is where when you guys did your job well, people wanted your, the skin just because it looked cool and right. then inadvertently brought this like marketing payload to their, their desktop. Right. And then used it's it. Pretty and, cool. And used it for, you know, for a while until the next skin came out that they liked. Yeah. So it was persistent marketing, right? It was sitting on your desktop and you were looking at it all the time. Like what better advertising? You can't get a ba- you can't get a banner ad on somebody's desktop and have them sit there looking at it. <laughs> this you actually interact with the marketing. Yeah, right. I think it was amazing, and they were fun. They were fun and cool, and you could change them. And it's like, I think people really like accessories. I mean, why else would you see spinners on cars? Like on, on oh yeah, on cars. Right. Why do people have jewelry? You know, bracelets, and because people like to customize. They like to make something personalized and make it their own. And skins were the same way. Yeah, that makes sense. Thanks for participating in this. This is great. This is very interesting. Appreciate it. Good luck with everything. Yeah, thanks.